0: The opinions expressed on the ACB media network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: April, are you there? I am. Sorry for all the technical difficulties. It's my first time facilitating, and I had some problems connecting on my computer, so... Um, Tonight's session is on the ins and outs of the NLS Braille e-reader, and we'll be working with the Chameleon, which is an APH device with several, what the audio features disabled and some of the editing fe- features disabled. Um, there are two different types of NLS Braille e-readers, and you, the one you receive depends on the one your state library elects to choose at the beginning. Um, So I am in Alabama. You'll have to check with your NLS library to request a device and then to figure out what kind you're getting. So I'm going to start with a physical description of the e-reader. On the top panel is an eight key braille keyboard dots, one, two, three, four, five, six, enter and backspace. And then it's got a 20 cell braille display with the touch key cursors above each braille cell. And then on the front panel are the four thumb keys like many humanware devices have um, with the select or okay button in the middle. It's just a circular button right in the center with two thumb keys on each side to advance or reverse the braille display with the two inner uh, braille thumb keys or thumb keys and then on the right is another thumb key that advances through menus and to the far left it reverses on the left edge of the device starting from the front is a usb port Next is a power button, it's got a little dot on it and you hold it in for a couple of seconds to turn the device on or off. And then finally on the left edge is a USB-C port, which is the power port, and also where you can connect the device to a computer to use it as a USB um, braille display. On the right edge are the volume controls and the headphone jack, but as I mentioned to order, the audio features have been disabled, so they don't really matter. And then along the back edge is an SD card slot. So that's the physical description. Um, And then Hang on a second. sorry about that. I put my hands over my iPhone and it muted my audio or just took it off speaker. But anyway, um, so that's a brief description of the NLSE reader that I'm using. Now I'm going to talk about how to connect it as a braille display for an iOS device. And there are several back and forth steps So I'm going to start with the first step, which is on the e-reader itself. I'm going to go down to Braille display in the main menu. And this just is one of the options when you first turn the device on. And then it's got connected devices and add Bluetooth device. So first, you have to add your iOS device as a Bluetooth device. And then in this screen, once you press the select button, it says on the host device, select this e-reader, and then it gives the NLS e-reader serial number. And um, I had to... You know, if if you've used a Braille display before with an iOS device, you probably already know that you go through accessibility, voiceover, and then connect it Braille and then connect Braille display. But I had to make sure this was connected under Bluetooth first. That's where I saw it before it would appear under that voiceover Braille display. Um, so... I just looked for the it's EBH and then it gives the serial number that appeared under my Bluetooth settings on my iPhone. And then after that, I was able to go into voiceover and braille and connect the Bluetooth device. Um, So once you're in that, have added the braille device, you go back to settings on the e-reader and go down to Bluetooth there and press the select button and connect it here. It just says connect device. And after you've added your Bluetooth device, the name of your device will pop up. Mine just says April's iPhone. And I select it there and then it says connected or connection failed. And I got that connection failed error several times before I figured out that I had to go to the regular Bluetooth setting first. And I also had to add Braille display, add Bluetooth device under that setting as well. So it's a lot of back and forth. But once you get it done the first time, you don't have to go back and forth that many times. You can just go to settings on the NLS Braille e-reader and pick up, go to the Bluetooth menu and connect device and it connects. And then if it doesn't automatically start populating what's, you know, you're on your iOS device, you go back to braille display and choose, hang on, um, connected devices there. You press enter on that your device name will pop up. There's also a USB connection there. And I just press the select button on the April's iPhone. And it says, please wait. And now I'm seeing who's all in the call from Zoom because it's connected as a braille display. So um, to get it to disconnect as a Braille display on the iPhone, I just shut the device down and then restart it. Um, I haven't figured out the command for just getting it to connect without shutting down the Braille e-reader and starting it back up. So now I'm waiting for it to start up. It's just saying starting and it's got the March of Dots going back and forth, showing me that it's booting up. And now I'm back at the book reader, which is the top menu item. And... um, to connect the braille display to your computer i use a windows 10 machine with jaws and it's going to be if you use nvda i haven't done it with that screen reader but you go to the jaws option menu choose braille and then tab to add braille device press enter there and then there's a long drop down menu and you have to choose the appropriate NLS braille e-reader from this list, check it, and then you connect your device, your e-reader to the computer through that USB-C power cable. Um, it's just an oval USB-C into the device and then a USB A on the other end. You put that into your computer, and then you have to shut Jaws down and restart it. Um, and then it should pop right up and be working as a braille display for you. So I skipped a step. I wanted to go through the main menu of the NLS eReader. The first option is book reader, and then file manager, date and time, braille display, settings, online services, battery info, User guide, power off, and reboot. So you can use the thumb keys to advance through this list. Um you can also just use the dot six, I mean dot four chord. I'm sorry, that doesn't work here. It does in some of the menus, but not from the main menu. So you use the thumb keys, the innermost two thumb keys to advance through the menu. And then when you're on the option that you want, you just press the round select button in the middle. So um, I'm going to quickly go to online services. And this is where we have NLS barred. Bookshare, and NFB Newsline. And um, I'm going to demonstrate the NLS BARD first. It's loading now. And when you first choose this option, it's going to ask you to put in your username and password, just like you do on any other device the first time you're using BARD Mobile or BARD Express or even the Library of Congress website. So I've done that previously, so it's not prompting me to do that. And um, I just pressed the select button by mistake. So I'm gonna go out of here. And once you press the select key on NLS Bard. The first choice is most popular downloads, most recent, most recent magazines, browse categories, browse magazines, search collection, wish list, previous downloads, remove account, and back. So I'm going to go back up to the top of this list, and I'm just going to see what's in most popular. Um, So it's loading that list right now to the moon and back a novel and it's by Karen Kingsbury. So (laughs) yes, it is a great title, especially today, considering the launch of the Artemis rocket. So I'm going to press select on this book. It asked me to download. I'm gonna press the select button again. And now it's loading, downloaded complete. So it's just that quick. Um, Again, to get out of a menu or to go back a level, a lot of times there's a back button at the very bottom or a close button, but if you don't wanna do that, you can just do E with the space bar for exit, and it goes back to the previous level of the menu. So um, I was having trouble with the search on here, and I'm just arrowing down to that now. And I'm just going to – so I couldn't figure out, and I don't know if it's just a problem with the BARD update or redesign recently, but it's got search by keyword, and I can't get it to change to title or And as you know, if you're a BARD user – Keywords pull up thousands of results. So I'm going to type in the title of a recent book and just see if it pulls that up. It's called Resistance Women. And now it's searching. And the first one is not the book I was looking for. See, it just pulled up so many titles that it's hard to find the specific one you're looking for. So I plan to, okay, here it is. So it was the third title in the list. I'm pressing the select button on download again. Download completed. So you see they're pretty quick. Um, I'm going to do the E with the space bar and I'm not going to go through a lot of these um, options on the BARD website. Um, as you know, that could we could be here all night looking at different titles and most recently added and most popular downloads, etc. So I'm going to go over to Bookshare. Again, I'm at I go to the main menu. I choose online services, and then I use the thumb keys to down arrow to Bookshare. I press enter there. It's loading the website says Login Successful. It just remembered my login information from earlier. And on this page, it's got, again, Most Popular, Most Recent, Browse Categories, Previous Downloads, Title Search, Author Search, Full Text Search, Configure Account, and back. So I'm gonna go back up to title search. I'm on that, I'm pressing the select key, and then I get this, I wanna describe this. It looks like it uses all, um, it's like a P and then a hyphen and then a TH sign, and then it's got it uses dot seven and eight under those two things to kind of frame what you're inputting. So I'm going to put in the title looking out for Sarah. It's just a book that I want to download about guide dogs. It's a children's book. Okay. So I've got it in those bracketed looking things. I'm not really sure what those are, but I've seen it. Anytime you've got a search field on this device, that's how it frames it. Okay, and there's my title, popped up first search. So I'm pressing the select button again. Now I've got download on the screen and I'm gonna press the select button again. Now it's downloading that book. Download completed. I cannot demonstrate the NFB newsline because I don't have an account with them, but it is there. I imagine it would work very similarly once you put in your online credentials, um, that it would save them and then you can access it each time. So I'm going to do the E with the spacebar to get out of this. And you have to do it for each level. So I just pressed E with spacebar several times. So that's a description of what's in the online services. And I should have said that in order to access those online services, you have to be connected to Wi Fi. And you do that by going to settings on the e reader. And in that settings menu, there are user settings, braille profile. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, software update, about, and close. So you just want to go into Wi-Fi and put in your um, credentials there, and it saves them. And then you can access those online services that I just described. So I'm going down to close. I'm going to press the select button. I'm going to the top of the main menu where the book reader is. I'm pressing the enter key on that. And I've got all of those books that I just downloaded, plus some that I've downloaded previously. So, um, since we're kind of talking about We downloaded. um, I'm looking for the Karen Kingsbury title we downloaded To the Moon and Back. So I'm going to press select on that. It's loading the book. And then it's just a BRF file that you can read. So. you can also save books to your SD card and you would have to transfer them from the file manager to the book list. Um, So I just find it more expedient to download directly to the hard drive of the device and then go into the book reader and read there. So... um, And I've got several titles here, some textbooks. And the nice part about this device is it's fairly user-friendly. The trickiest part for me has been, or was learning how to connect it to the iOS device because I just thought I would go directly to Bluetooth and not realizing that I had to add a Bluetooth device under that braille display first. So I wasn't really sure how long it would take me to go through everything. Um, Lucy, how are we doing on time?
2: Well, let's see. We have uh, 29 minutes left.
1: Okay, I'd like to go ahead and open it up to questions.
2: All right. So if you have a question, raise your hand. All right, Calandra.
3: I have a question, and
4: I think the presentation was wonderful. But um, I've heard several people tell me that you don't have to have internet to use those types of e-readers. Does it all depend?
1: Um, if you want to download books, you have to be connected somehow. Um, I guess if you can read offline, but to actually transfer to the device, you have to be online.
4: Oh, but I can read, books with the e reader, like it is, right?
1: You, you, I'm sorry, could you repeat that last question? Can
4: you read, like, uh, books off of the e-reader
1: anyway? Yes. You can read anything once you've downloaded it to the device. But you have to be on the Internet to get the books to the device from the Library of Congress website or from the Bookshare
4: website. Oh, what about bars? Because
1: I signed up for an e reader and a study that I didn't have to have the internet because I asked to. Well, BARD is the NLS website. And I think you have to be connected in order to download the books from anywhere. So um, I guess you could have somebody download them to an SD card and put it in that way but I haven't done that. Um, and I don't know how you would access the BARD website without having an internet
4: connection. No, but, you know, I don't know because I don't have a computer. So okay. okay,
2: you've got 13 people with their hands up.
1: <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, area code
2: 951342.
5: Hi, this is Nancy my name is Nancy and i've a couple of uh, first of all why if um in bookshare on bookshare you can get daisy books and brf books um uh, why can't um well well there's no audio that's true there's no audio on the e-reader see well, no what i right. meant to say is what yeah, what i was trying to say is that that's on bookshare why can't there be why can't there be uh books on bar that in, in brf and um and audiobooks, why can't audiobooks be on, on, the, on the e-reader in, in BRF format? And will there ever be speech on the, on the uh, e-reader? Thank you.
1: Okay, I don't know about there ever being speech on the e-reader. It was primarily designed as a Braille display. Um, you can absolutely, the only format it does read are the BRF files from BARD.
5: Um, yeah, but, so, but, but the audio books on Bard are not in BRF format, and I don't understand why. No, they're format. not,
1: and there is no why audio is on the Braille that
4: e-reader no
2: way of accessing because They're not Braille files, they're audio
6: files.
5: Right. Yeah, so why
2: so can they, they can't be, be BRF.
5: To, why can't they be converted to BRF files? That's what I want to know. Does it make sense? Oh, well. I just nope. was curious about that. it didn't make sense to me. Thank you. That doesn't work. Okay. okay.
2: Next right. question. Shirley.
7: Yeah, I have two things. First of all, um, um, one thing to perhaps help Calandra, I don't know what library she's with. But my understanding is, I have not attempted to do this, my understanding is if you have an e-reader and do not have Wi-Fi, you can ask your library to send you that BRF title on a SD card or thumb drive or, you know, whatever they have available and can work out with them. So she would need to talk to her regional library, right. um, you know, and see if they would uh, would do that. My other uh, comment-slash-question, I very much uh, was excited about the fact that uh, they added Bookshare books. But uh, one thing a couple of us have noticed is that if you download a Bookshare book um, to the e-reader, you don't see any of the page numbers. I've tried it with several books, and I I download those same books, um, mm-hmm. to other readers, like, let's say, you know, like the BI 20 X and, you know, other things that I'm using with braille displays and the page numbers are there, but they're not showing up on the e-reader. And I don't know who we need to comment about that too, to see if, um, um, you know, if something can be changed so that we are able, um, you know to see those cuz some of us participate in book clubs and things like that and it would definitely be handy to have those it's kind of a nuisance not to be able to see them
1: it so is can and you make a suggestion a or good. or
7: tell us who we should contact
1: um i would start with your regional librarian and then at the end of this um if that doesn't work i would contact the national library service in washington and ask them about it so okay yeah. I had noticed that
7: myself, Oh, who said, I'm sorry, who else just commented?
4: Um,
1: Oh, you
7: said you've noticed it?
1: Yes, I have.
7: Okay, well that's three of us then (laughs) for sure. So maybe all of us need to uh, comment to somebody about it. Thank you for your time.
2: Thank you. All right, area code 970 ending in 318.
8: Thank you. My name is Estelle. I'm calling from Colorado. Uh, could you tell me, I have I have not finished reading all the instructions yet, and it's very new to me, but I'm a little confused about how do you know when to use the enter key instead of the select key?
1: Um, I usually try the select key first, and if that doesn't work, then I do the enter key. So... Um, Basically, trial and error is how I've learned what to use where, and I still make mistakes sometimes. But we've only got two choices, so I would just try one other.
8: Yeah, the other comment is that that row of dots that's above the Braille display. Mm -hmm. uh, Sometimes they say you can press one of those dots, any dot for something, and... uh, I'm wondering, you know, just exactly what the purpose of those dots is or what the purpose is. It's to jump your
1: cursor directly to the cell that's under that button.
8: So in other words, if you wanted to read it another place, then you push the button at that place?
1: It's more useful when you're inputting text. For example, when I was searching for... An NLS book, I made a typing mistake. And when I double checked my braille, I saw it. And I used that touch cursor to move the cursor to where I could erase only that and not
8: have to type the entire title again. Okay. And what is the purpose of the seven and eight dots on the braille display? They seem to show you where the cursor is. Right, but I've seen the dots on or three, or three their, the pins come up on those cells in more than one cell. And I'm just, I haven't read Braille with eight dots before, and it gets kind of in the way. Is there some way you can turn that off so that you don't get It might be them?
1: under user settings, under the settings. I don't know. I, I haven't tried to turn mine off, so... If you have a lot of technical questions, I would contact your librarian and ask for technical support. And I, if we have time, I can come back at the end and try to answer more of your questions, but I wanna give everybody a chance to ask theirs. Sure, thank you. Thank you. Kelly.
2: Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much for this presentation. Very informative. I have a quick question. Um, I do have a borrowed account. How would I request an e-reader? And secondly, is it like the cartridges you get from NLS where you have to send them back? Um, Those are my two questions. Thank you.
1: Okay. Um, I talked with the reference librarian at NLS today, and I tried to get her to email me a list of states that had access to the NLS e-reader at this time, and about half of the states do. So, you would contact your regional librarian and ask if your state is part of the program at this time. Um, And if they do, they send you the device and it's not like the cartridge, it's more like the talking book machine. It still belongs to the US government, but you have access to it as long as you're using it. Um, And I asked her how long before all 50 states and US territories would have access to the e-readers And she said about two years, so.
2: Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'll mute. All right, we have someone called Zoom user. I'm not sure who that is. I just sent you an unmute request. Okay,
9: hey everybody, this is Beth. And um, very interesting presentation. Thank you and my question revolves around when you're reading in uh, on the device are there times when the lines are extremely short I know some of the human wear uh, like the notetakers especially they make use of all of the real estate all the time of the rail display and the other comment that I had was there are two two uh kinds of books and they're not always the same titles in fact they're usually not there's brf and there's audio and never the twain shall meet so the person who was asking about that the the audio as you said cannot be used on the e-reader but the brf books can and they're not usually the same titles
1: Sometimes they have um, copies, both audio and BRF copies of each, you know, of one title. Not always, but sometimes they do. Um, And you just have to check, you know, from the device or go to Braille Books on the BARD website. Um, The other thing I didn't add when I was downloading books is you can add BRF books to your wish list. From the computer or from your iPhone, and then access your wish list directly from the online services in BARD, NLS BARD. So you can do that. To answer your question about the word wrap, um, it does use all 20 braille cells, unless a line ends or there's a paragraph break and you only have one word on that line. But that's a formatting issue but it does use all 20 cells when you're just reading a paragraph.
9: Okay. And you, do you find that annoying when there's just a a word or two does that happen a lot? Do you find it annoying on, you know, the line length?
1: Um, not really. I'm used to it and it doesn't happen often. Like I said, just at the end of a paragraph or something like that.
9: Okay. Thank you.
4: Welcome. All right, Kim. Hey. Um, two quick questions since it hasn't been mentioned I'm taking it that you can't uh, use the e-reader on Apple computers also is the e-reader only for reading or can you answer email stuff like that I'm wondering if you can't, I wonder why it doesn't have a, why it has a braille display. Thank you. Well, it's got
1: a braille display because it's the braille e-reader and yeah. it can be used on an Apple computer. I just don't have one and I didn't feel comfortable saying this is how you do it when I don't know how you do it because I'm not a Mac computer user. I'd like oh, to be a okay.
4: Yeah, I'd be using my iPhone mostly, but
1: I was just wondering. And you can connect it as a braille display with your iPhone, um, but it cannot do email independently. Um, I can okay. control the email pro the mail program on my iPhone from the braille e reader, and that's how you at- would access email. Oh, okay. So it's just a reader; it's not a writer. No, it's not a writer. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Connie Bateman.
6: Hello. There you go. Hi, Hi, Connie. Hi. So I have an e-reader and Mm -hmm. I have not been able to connect to Wi-Fi. So maybe I'm missing something. Do I need to pair it? No, probably not. Do I need to pair it with my iOS device in order to connect to Wi-Fi? No. Because um, those are two separate things, right?
1: They are. And I was able to connect to Wi-Fi just by going to settings and Wi-Fi.
6: That's what I've been doing. and I typed in my pass, put in my password, and it um, says could not connect or whatever it says.
1: Okay. Um, I'm already connected to my Wi-Fi, so I can't go through all of those steps. But I'm more than happy to help you at a later time try to do that. Yeah.
6: I mean, I have yeah. other devices that I've connected to Wi-Fi.
1: You have so to type your password in UEB. <laughs> That's true.
6: Just That's so true. you know. Yeah, but, yeah to... but my password is part of my name and a number. So none of those are contracted anyway. But you have to put the number
2: sign before I'm the in. number? Oh, you
6: did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Okay. I don't know. That. Do I need to put anything before the letters? Yes. Only if they're oh. cap- no, oh, none of them are capitalized, though. Is there letters? And it
1: depends on if you're doing it, if the numbers come first or at the yeah. end of the
6: course. No, the letters come first and then the numbers. Oh. No, nope, you don't then.
1: But you do have to put that number sign in there.
6: Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm.
1: And are you sure Wi-Fi is turned on on the device?
6: Yes. That's the first thing I checked. And okay. it says Wi-Fi on. Okay.
1: I would recommend that you contact your librarian for technical okay. support.
6: Okay. Because I'm not the only one who's
1: had It might be a faulty device. I mean, technology yeah. isn't perfect. so Yeah.
6: And I'm not the only one who's had problems connecting to the Wi-Fi. So, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll do that then. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sawyer.
3: So you're, you're, there. there you go <laughs> Hi. okay so my question is um so I'm from state of Wisconsin and um I got my e-reader because I went to the school for the blind uh, in my state and I got an e-reader from Utah because someone could be applied for a library in Utah does it matter like where, like what library you apply for? Like can you still apply for a library? Because they sent me the e-reader. Like, to a, like, they sent me the e-reader for a house actually. when I got it. So doesn't matter like what state library you, doesn't matter what state library you apply for.
1: You're supposed to technically apply in the state where you live.
3: Um, Yeah, because, yeah, because, um, yeah. and, And then
1: it would depend if you can get one or not. It would depend on if that state has been brought into the program yet or not.
4: I, like I, said, really. I lost
1: count. There were 25 or 30 states that are participating at this time, and then they're slowly bringing I, them on board.
3: I have one because I got one in the summer, so that was pretty much um, the first week after I got uh, the first two weeks I got back from camp. Um. So, yeah, because um, one of the guys who's also blind told me that you can still apply Like a library, even if you're from, like, even if you're from like a state that you live in, you can still apply and get like, I don't know,
1: you would have to talk with the librarian in the state where you're trying to apply. But they need a physical address in that state is what I believe the rules are. Yeah.
3: Okay. Melinda.
4: All the audio
9: now unmuted. Go ahead, Melinda. Here I am. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you said Linda or Melinda, it. you know. I, I Go was, ahead. <laughs> anyway, um,
4: left I've,
9: uh, I ordered uh, a Braille reader from my uh, library, and I'm very excited to receive it. I haven't received it
1: yet, but I am very, very excited. It's a nice device. You have nine minutes. Okay. How many other questions do we have, Lucy? Anyway, take care, everyone. Um, Thank you, Melinda. Eight. Okay. All right,
4: Joni. Hi. Um, one thing I want to know is if there is, well, I mean, I've heard about this e-reader users list.
1: How do you get on it? I wasn't aware that there was one, so I have
4: no idea. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, maybe it is a myth then. No, I'm not
1: saying that it is. I'm just saying I didn't know there was one.
4: Also, um, I got my e-reader two years ago. And off and on during that time, I was ill. I tried to learn to use it, but I really was too ill. But now I have somebody that's going to work with me on it. Um, What uh, do you think that I might need a new battery? And if I do, what do I
1: do for that? You would contact your library and I would just try charging it first. And when you plug it in, it'll tell you if it's charging and how much
4: battery life it has. Okay, that's what I figured that I should do, but I, I'm thrilled yeah. that you have this group. This is
0: great. And thanks very much. Thank Let's you, other people Tina. Okay, a couple things. Um, so I know that some states get their braille from Utah. And so maybe that's what he was referring to. Um, uh, because some states don't have their own braille collection. And I think there's probably, I don't know, maybe 20 states that go through Utah. Um, let's see. Second thing is if you don't have the internet, you can get either a flash drive or an SD card. Um, right. If you look in the file manager, it actually it mentions the NLS cartridge. So if you have a special cable, they could even put books on an NLS cartridge and send that to you. As long as you have the cable to plug into the cartridge and plug into the device. Um, And you can buy those cables from Perkins. So Yeah, yeah. Um, And you can even buy the cartridges (laughs) for that matter. Um, Third, Estelle, it's nice to hear your voice. And if you're still on the call, um, if you still have my phone number, please give me a call because I can um, tell you about the e-reader because I have one. I just got one. We just got them here in Colorado about two weeks ago, which is super terrific. And the reason why they don't read... Audio is because that's what the book players do. The book players right. do the audio books, <laughs> right? And, and they're much the Braille, cheaper for. Yeah, they're a lot cheaper for them to produce. Um, secondly, the um, the Bi twenty X and the Chameleon have speech. The e-readers probably will not, uh, because they weren't in the that wasn't in the specifications when they designed the machines. And the speech actually only reads in the editor when you're writing. And mm-hmm. so it wouldn't really do much good because even when you're reading BRF files on the BI-20X and the chameleon, the speech doesn't read because it's only for Braille. Okay. Thank so you. anyway, um, thank you much for the call. And if anybody has any questions, um, <laughs> write to Cindy and ask for Teen Actor Manis's phone number. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, sunshine.
4: Hi, um, I have, uh, well, actually I have two questions, but the first one is, do you happen to know I wasn't able to find it any place on the e-reader? What is the capacity of the internal memory in gigabytes?
1: I have no idea. I've not been able to find that either, but BRF files don't take up much memory. And I have about 25 on the device
4: currently. Yeah, I I was just curious about it. Anyway, the other question, in in the user settings, one of the options is Braille reflow. You can either have it on or off. And I I don't know really what that means. I've tried it both ways, and I really don't see a difference when you're reading something on the display. So can you explain what Braille reflow means? I can. That wraps
0: the text it makes the text so that it it breaks the um, it makes it so you don't have just a couple words on the display it just makes it so it fills the whole display right it's called word wrap on other devices
4: no well there there is a separate option for word wrap but with this new update that came i don't know maybe 3 or 4 weeks ago on the e-reader they added braille reflow and the only thing i I searched it, but the only thing I I, um, could find out was that on a 20 cell display, I guess the lines are shorter or I really don't know because I don't really see a difference to have on or off. Okay, we got three minutes.
1: Okay, let's move on. I don't know the answer to your question. I'm sorry.
0: It it basically just rewraps the paragraphs and stuff so you have a full display each time and it, it ignores the... Paragraph endings so they all merge together. Okay, Susan?
8: currently
0: Yes. Go ahead. How do
9: you make an uppercase letter and how do you update
4: the e reader?
1: Okay, I'm going to take the second part of your question first. You go to settings and then there's an update braille e reader or software updates and you press the select button and follow the prompts there. Um, If you're using UEB, it's a dot six in front of the letter. And I think that's the only braille code that the e-reader accepts.
4: This is
9: is for putting in my password. um,
1: And it appears
9: to be in computer braille to connect to the internet.
1: Okay. In that case, it would be you with the space bar when I push you push put the letter. Or it beeps. Oh. Um I would recommend that you contact your librarian and ask then. I'm not sure.
0: Okay. You can do a dot seven with the letter.
1: Oh. Okay. All right, one
2: one more question. Mary Carla.
9: Yes, um, very good, um, presentation. I wanted to say that Calandra, another thing she could do is go to her public library and sometimes you can get, um, you can get a connection that way. But the question I had is the navigability of the books. If BRF is the only one, it doesn't allow you to do the, the Braille Daisy format in, um, Bookshare, because one of the big
1: problems I have with BRF file books, they're hard to navigate. Um, you can use the search feature, but unless you know what you're searching, they are big files that are hard to navigate. So, but you have to use the BRF files. Okay, I want to thank Lucy for hosting and thank you for all of your questions. And I wanted to apologize for being late. Um, I had problems with my computer connecting.
3: Oh,